Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. A fine, fine welcome to you, the Nerdist Podcast listener, listening to the Nerdist Podcast, thereby earning the name Nerdist Podcast listener. A lot of fun new stuff going on at the Nerdist YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nerdist. This past week, uh, All-Star Bowling, we took on Team G4. Weird Al Yankovic went face-to-face with Uma Thurman and Nick Cage. Plus, we had Comic Book Club, Ain't a Cool News, Weird Shit from Japan, more Kids in the Hall stuff. Next week, Team Nerdist Bowls Team Mad Men. So look for that. And please click subscribe. YouTube.com slash Nerdist. Please subscribe to us. Please get all up in our business in a subscription way. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast welcomes a new sponsor, Netflix. Perhaps you have heard of it. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All streamed by Netflix. Saving you time and money and hassle is one of the best entertainment values around. Mad Men is currently on. As I said, we're bowling against Team Mad Men next week. John Hamm's going to be on the Nerdist podcast next week. If you haven't started watching Mad Men yet, what are you waiting for? This new season is insane. It's amazing. John Hamm actually directed the second episode. So if you haven't caught up yet, Netflix will allow you to do that. Catch up and then watch Mad Men. I mean, sure, you could just buy the first four seasons on iTunes or or on DVD if you want, but that's going to cost you like $80 just for that. And then you'll have to figure out where to put that stuff. Just stream it on Netflix. And you get a free 30-day trial that you can actually watch every episode of seasons 1, 2, 3, and 4 of Mad Men for free during your trial. So please, go to netflix.com slash thenerdist and sign up right now. You'll be supporting the podcast, and you will also be able to stream stuff on your machines. And now this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. This was recorded last week in Chicago at the Vic Theater. A thousand people showed up. What the shit? It was awesome. So uh, we were there for C2E2. We did a live Nerdist Podcast, and uh, and we had an amazing time. And our, our buddy Allison Hayslip uh, came out halfway through the show, and uh, we told lots of fun stories. And we had lots of fun quemments, and we interacted. There was one guy, <laughs> there was one really drunk guy who was sweet, but he kept jumping up on the stage during the show. No one stopped him. I don't, why would they? So uh, it was one of those situations where like, is this guy going to snap my neck or is he just trying to hug me? So that was fun. You actually hear that throughout the episode because we just, you just don't know with drunk people. You don't know. They're like Rottweilers. You're like, are you going to bite me or are you going to, oh, you have to sniff my hand. That's it. With drunk people, you have to turn your palm. Uh, it, you have to supinate. You have to open up your palm and then let them sniff it and then they'll lick it a little bit and then you can pet them. Um, that's, that's what we did with this uh, drunk gentleman. Um, who uh, I think probably 
passed away from alcohol poisoning by the end of the night. But uh, he turned out to be a super sweet guy. This was a super, super, super fun show. If you were at it, thank you so much for coming out. The Nerdist Podcast number 196, live from Chicago, the Vic Theater, with Allison Hayslip. Now entering Nerdist.com. The Nerdist Podcast! Matt Myra, Jonah Ray! Leaping back to the stage! Oh my god. It's like a crazy. It's like a crazy uh, press conference. It is. We don't we we need three. And please keep the hum. No, that's really. Well, I don't understand. What's happening? Well, I don't. This is. Um, let me let me answer some stop tall it. questions. It's very tall. Shut up. Peter Dinklage is here. <laughs> They'll believe you. They will believe you. <laughs> Dude, I never had a fucking boner. Did somebody for say a... who's Peter Dinklage? <laughs> oh. He's the hottest oh. actor right now. He is amazing. Dude, I love Peter when he, he, when, in, the, in the season premiere of uh, Game of Thrones, when he walks on the screen... Uh, spoiler I, alert! Spoiler alert. Spoiler the character alert, uh, in the, the show walks on sorry. the screen. The, the first build actor of the uh, television show, <laughs> when he enters screen, uh, I fucking, like, I felt, like, so in love. I was like, oh, my God. He, he's so powerful. I mean, the station agent, amazing. He yeah. was fucking incredible in Elf. He was really good in the Baxter. Ugh. Call me an elf one more time. Um, this was a fun... You guys drove from Madison. I drove uh, also from, from Madison. Madison separately. Yeah. Did you... First of all, uh, a thousand toll booths necessary? necessary? Lots of toll booths. He ran out of money. Yeah. So you got to go on to uh, like, IllinoisTollway.com to pay your yeah. fucking... I'll, I'll... I had eight dollars. Also, we want to thank our sponsor, InternetTollway.com. InternetTollway.com. The best internet tollways. Yeah. Just follow the link on our website. Yeah. And every toll you pay helps us out a little yeah. bit, too. For when you hate paying fucking tolls, InternetTollway.com. Also, Audible.com, everyone. <laughs> Carbonite. Here's Other the, things that we advertise. I, I, I have to share a story about uh, <laughs> the first toll that I hit that welcomed me to Illinois. <laughs> this was I try to be nice everybody I try to be nice because I want everyone to feel like everything's going to be a-okay and so I give the uh, toll guy uh, who by the way looked a lot like Station from Bill and Ted's oh, Focus Journey go. I'm totally not yeah. kidding wait so have a good day Station and then he just separated into two smaller yeah yeah no so <clears throat> this absolutely this absolutely happened I pay my dollar fifty or three dollars or whatever it is, uh, and I'm it's, and I'm getting my change, and I go, "Thank you so much." And without even looking up, with with there was just a matrix of rage inside him. He just said, without even looking up, "Goodbye so much." <laughs> and I drove off, and I was like, 
oh, wait a minute. I think he just fucking capped on me. Yeah, I think that, but I don't know. I know you didn't mean it for it to sound like it, but that sounds incredibly condescending. I don't, I thank, said it. Thank you so much, toll person. I don't, I don't, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I know you didn't, but I would take it if I was a fucking toll person. I mean, he is clearly the embodiment of a mythical creature that will be swallowed up by the fires of hell afterwards. Yeah. But other than that... It was, just, it was just such like a weird welcome to Illinois. I was just, I was just driving like, that's not how you get welcome to the Lincoln State. Like, I was just so fucking mad. Or is it? <laughs> or is it? Uh, also, I uh, was about a half hour late getting into Illinois because I stopped at one of the oases. Oh, a gorgeous oasis. A respite from the horrors of highway life. What is that? It's basically just, it's, uh, it's basically a truck stop. They call it an oasis. It is a truck stop. Hey, uh, sometimes when you gotta go to the bathroom bed, it is an oasis. <laughs> <laughs> and then you create it even more so. Well, I, what I, I missed the turn and so I went back and I'm like, oh, I'll just get on the freeway, the, other, the, the highway the other side. You can't do that. You, they force you to go back in the opposite direction. So I, I got lost driving through Illinois. Got a lot of great pictures of farmhouses. and uh, They got those. Yeah, they got oh, yeah. a ton of them. Uh, Matt got really drunk last night. Yeah. It's bad when I get a text this morning that says, uh, I don't remember what happened last night. I'm like, well, we recorded a podcast in Madison. Oh, interesting. Guys, I, I will be listening along with you. <laughs> I mean, like, who's that drunk guy yeah. on there? This is what Matt, Matt was just like, I drank so much more than you. I was like, it's not a fucking competition, man. You drank more than me, yet you forgot the entire night. Yeah. And then forgot that I did actually drink more than you and hold my liquor. <laughs> but it's not a competition. But I was way better. But it's not a competition. He was. What, he was so what better. happened last night, really? Like, what, what was it, Matt Myra, where you were like, Today I'm riding on the vodka train. Well, I mean, it was there. Then he got back on the beer caboose for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> was it because you've been depriving yourself because you've been on the, uh, the juice diet for a while? Something, listen, the juice diet. <laughs> Do you know me... how many people ask me if you're still shitting normally? Like, the fact that that came uh, up on a podcast is so... I don't know if I've ever shat normally. <laughs> Yeah, he does it standing on one leg. I've seen it. It's real weird. <laughs> on the toilet seat, like a cat you train. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. how it's done, right? Yeah. I don't watch you other people shit. You always be ready to go, like a ninja. That's how a ninja shits. <laughs> but seriously, you guys, think about it. How do you know you shit normally? Oh. oh. Nice try, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that you're saying to your asshole. Yes, yes. You're literally talking yeah. to your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the juicing thing, it, it works and then the Midwest happens. Yeah. And everything is cheese and meat. And I'm oh my like, God, are you I kidding? love both those things. They brought... Uh, I dare you to find a fucking vegetable. <laughs> just, she just raised the roof for pizza. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because Lou Malnati's raises the roof with their high-quality ingredients, Matt. Oh. <laughs> Dude, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Their pizza roofs are two inches higher. That's what I call the top of pizza, a pizza yeah. roof. So anyway, guys, I was walking around in Wrigleyville. Uh-oh. Oh, White Sox fans, huh? I'll never forgive you to 2005. Bounced in the first round of the fucking playoffs. The Red Sox sucked that year. I'm the only one that remembers that. Sorry. Well, uh, Doctor Who's awesome, right? 
It's not that we don't remember. We never knew Got that him. information. I don't even know. I remember uh, when they won the World Series. I walked too. into a bar, and uh, the entire bar was crying. I was crying. Yeah. And then they beat <laughs> I didn't know you were there. <laughs> you were the rallying cry. <laughs> we, have a, uh, we have a special guest, you guys. We have a special guest. This is also news to us, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what's happening. Oh, by the way, I got a, uh, uh, I, I got a, I got a very sweet long email from uh, an old friend of yours, Matt Myra. Oh, uh, no. Sobriety? <laughs> <laughs> what's that like? How is sobriety? I got a really nice long email from Joe McDonough. Oh, did he fix your Wi-Fi problem? He sent me screen caps of how he set up his wireless bridge. Yeah. And then it says, this is so sweet. Oh, also, God. thank you for helping Matt become successful and self-sufficient. I knew he had more in him than a funeral assistant. <laughs> uh, well, self-sufficient. <laughs> well, I'm pretty self-sufficient. I had to pull your pants up last night. <laughs> Why did you take them down? Listen, sometimes I don't wear a belt, and it's a mistake. <laughs> where did, where did last learned. night end up? I, I left as soon as, like, it, we, we, came, someone, we came out. Please, uh, someone we, tell me. Um, well, we went to a, a bar called Old Fashioned uh, afterwards, and I had about 17 different types of beers, uh, and still remember each and every one clearly. I now. left you guys at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. At the... Well, we were we were at the Majestic, and I yeah. left. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I was like, we were all hanging out, and I was playing Enya songs. You were playing uh, Enya songs. Yeah, yeah. Mixed. I fucking love Enya. Orinoco Flow is one of the best songs ever made. And you you mix you, 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 there was a remix of the of oh Lord. yeah, and then one of the guys there made a remix with D Antward and Enya remix mashup. <laughs> and uh, and then and then we went to a bar, and we were hanging out with uh, Dana Lechtenberg, who does a lot of uh, the awesome artwork for our live shows. Yeah, he does. Great and work. Uh, we drank there, and then the night shouldn't have been over. Last call was too soon, so we went to Perkins, uh, which turned out to be about twenty five minutes away. <laughs> Here's what I remember from Perkins. I ordered something that came with a muffin first. Yeah. And that's all I remember of Perkins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was a blueberry muffin. It's coming back, Matt. It's coming back. <laughs> Say more words. Say uh, more words. I cut it in half. I put yes, butter Matt. on yes, both sides. Yes, you did cut it in half. We yes, have our did. Matthew back. He's back. Oh, get him a beer. <laughs> I had, I had, get him two beers, I'll have them. I was looking at my old uh, joke notebook on the plane here, and I found this one that I was like, I wrote underneath it, too sad. <laughs> it, was, it was, I used to keep a journal until I, until I realized that I should end every passage with, this is not a suicide note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let someone know. That's great. You should publish that. It was probably my arteries. <laughs> you should publish that. Publish what? The journal? Yeah, the book is the called This Is Not a Suicide Note, yeah, and yeah, it's exactly. just all of your entries. That's so my like, second album after God, you know, My Hands Are Fat, That's Me. <laughs> <laughs> this reads like a suicide note, but he says it's not a suicide note not at the end. Every passage. <laughs> every passage. I had, a, I had the, the journal I had as a kid was a fucking, it said Captain's Log on it. Had the uh, had NCC one seven zero one on the back of it in gold. Aww. It was a pretty good Thanks. journal, you guys. 
But this captain's log had a lot more feelings in it. Yeah. yeah. This, this captain's is... log wasn't a piece of shit. They just <laughs> called it a captain's log. So we dropped all the inhabitants back on the planet. <laughs> then we took off for Sigma 5. This is not a suicide that's not note. A pl- that's not a planet. No, I just wanted Kirk to say this is not a suicide note at the end of all of his captain's yeah. logs. Did, did Captain Kirk ever beat Dark Vader? <laughs> Dark, Dark, Dark Vader? Did he? Yeah, yeah, twice. Oh, cool. Oh, I love that so much. I love, <laughs> I love that you made it about Star Wars and then made it Dark Vader. That's fucking awesome. Dark Vader. Dark Vader. Yeah. Who is this Dark Vader? What the fuck do you... I did that. When I had to uh, announce movies uh, at a, a theater in uh, L.A. called the Arclight, you have to intro- if you work there, you have to introduce the movies. Uh, no, it's, it's a horrible place run by Scientologists. Um, good screens, though. Yep. Uh, but uh, I, it was the opening weekend for uh, episode three, uh, Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. and um, I had to, it was like just a fucking bunch of people packed like, you know, 900 seat theater, and I got so angry at them for like ruining my life that weekend. We ran out of food. What fucking movie theater runs out of food? The movie theater screening the last Star Wars Yes, movie. exactly. And like uh, I said, I, I announced the movie. I was like, all right, everybody, this is it. The last one. This is how you find out how Captain Picard becomes Dark Vader. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get fired. Yeah. Um, and then like people started yelling at me. Like literally, they all sounded like Brian Posehn's going, it's not the same. It's Darth Vader. Captain Picard is a shit. What? Yeah, they were angry. They don't. What's wrong with Captain Picard? He, well, apparently he's a shit. <laughs> he's a yeah. shit. And then I, 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 I walked off, and the movie started, and uh, one of my managers came up, and he says, I'd fire you if uh, I didn't agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's how I live my life. I wish... I wish that was back in the days when people had video on their phones to capture that moment of you walking out to a theater full of people waiting to see the last It was. Opening night. It was in the day of video on phones. No, no. Revenge of the Sith? Yes. Not many. I had a Motorola Razor. Stop bragging. (laughs) (laughs) My Motorola Razor for the first, because I got rid of that to get the iPhone in 2007, and I remember getting the iPhone and going like, I can't fucking send a picture text on this. Yeah, that I was can't weird. copy and paste yeah. on this. Phone. But it can hold more than 100 iTunes songs. <laughs> oh nice. shit! Remember that? You guys remember? You guys remember phones? <laughs> 2007. These kids were uh, not even hit puberty yet. Uh, Fuck the, you! Fuck that! These kids were probably just getting their uh, owl letters from Hogwarts right here when that happened. Seventeen-year-old. I, I understood that reference. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Um, we have a, a special guest uh, on the show tonight. Um, one of my other dearest friends in the world, a young lady whom I, uh, I adore. It's Miss Allison Hayslip of <laughs> Attack of the Show. Oh, yes, get over. That's good. Hey, Allie. Scooch on in no there. No one told me that. This there were a... signs everywhere. No glass on stage. I, I obey the rules. This is plastic. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Allison Hayslip. Hi. Oh, Thanks no. for the. Uh... Did I do that? No. I'm Thanks for like here. the. This is super hot. I do not need to be this loud. <laughs> Actually, Matt. So not... is Allison. Good work, yeah. guys. Yeah. You fucking creeps. You are awesome. 
Thanks for the the, the uh, teaser announcement or intro. I mean, oh, you started like, to walk out. I have out a and special we'll... guest, and I'm like, okay. And then you guys talked about Star Wars for ten minutes. I was like, that's what I? happens. I literally sat down back there. I was like, oh, I don't know when I'm. Oh going. my that's god, an you have the worst <laughs> life ever. And then I brought glasses. That's, an, an, that's an analogy like for a, a lot of us growing up. Hey, we should go out and look for girls. Hold on, I got to get this conversation started. <laughs> About Star Wars and zombies. That's how the hostful started. You were there waiting to come on, and we just did an entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, I, I saw a tweet that the kid who dresses like Cartman in real life is here. Yeah, I saw him in the lobby. Are you up there? Yes. I can't. I can't. We can't see him up there. Turn the lights up. He's, he's balcony. Way up balcony. There. Oh man, this would be a horrible death to happen right now. He's standing up. But That's it, me. No, 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 I'm the guy that looks like a cartoon. It's Carmen. He'll be fine the next episode. It's totally That's fine. That's the wrong character. No, no. I know, I know it's Kenny, but it's a cartoon. He'll be fine. Uh, Carmen, can you just come forward a little bit so we can see you in real life? Oh, God. This is going to end badly. IRL. Oh, my God. I see the, I see the silhouette of the cap. He's Get coming. your red There's coat. Oh, my God. Almost, almost. He's emerging. He's emerging. Oh my gosh! Oh, Cartman! (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You, sir, are amazing. Very nice to see you. Very nice to see you. Uh, I'm sorry you're sitting up in the back. Should have bought your ticket sooner. Oh, Cartman. I think it's Uh, open seating. I think they just had to show up sooner. Oh, you just had to show up sooner. Oh, Cartman. Thank you for coming. It's nice to meet you in real life. I, wanted to, I just wanted to say hi. This isn't meeting anybody in real life. Well, it sort of is. I was like meeting somebody on a balcony of a crowded theater. It's, uh, it's personal. It's for me. Hey, you guys remember that intimate conversation we all just had about Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> it's me and my thousand closest friends. Um, so, Allison, you, you didn't yeah. get a chance to really tool around C2E too much today. No, because someone decided to take a 30-minute detour to get Starbucks well, and made us late to the it convention. Was an accident. <laughs> you know, Chris, I was supporting those local Chicago businesses. <laughs> the, the best, wait, you didn't even tell them the best part of the story. Chris wasn't alone when he did this Starbucks thing. I was sitting in the seat next to him, and we drive past, and he's like, there's a Starbucks. And I'm like, I'm sure there's going to be 1,200 ahead of us. He's like, no, I want it now. So we exited the next exit, which also had a weird, like, we went the way we thought we were supposed to go and then realized you had to go back the way you came, whatever. Yeah. Then we go back on the highway, get us Starbucks, yes. then realize we can't get back on the highway the direction we need to go, so we have to go the opposite direction, pay more $3 in tolls, come back. Oh, and we can't come back. We exit, and there's no other entrance, so we have to go back on, like, regular roads. And when we get back to the place where we can enter the highway again, it is the exact same exit that we initially took and there was a fucking Starbucks right there. I didn't know. I don't live there. Chris, it's right. I don't remember what. Chris uh, has 1,200 apps on his phone. At least 1,000 of them are dedicated to Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> it was right. I think, I think it was called Belvedere, maybe? Yes. Belvedere? It's like, yes. It's right next to what I think is a giant auto plant. Yes. Uh, is that Chrysler? Chrysler. What is it? What? One way, one way Zara bitch. One way Zara bitch. Well yes, said, sir. So we'll sir. be selling our shirts. One way is a bitch. One way Zara uh, bitch. Yeah. Well played. Also, Two ways can eat a dick. Am I right? <laughs> Don't even get me started on rotaries. Oh man, roundabouts. Fuck you. Have you ever gone on a jug handle? No, only uh. if you've driven in Jersey. What did you say, me? A jug handle. No one knows what. It, in Jersey, you make a right hand turn to turn left. 
Does that make sense to anyone? No, but if you're in Jersey, you know how to drive them. What? I know. If you want to go that, if you're going forward and you want to go that way, you take a right and then go around. What the fuck would you do that for? Because Jersey thinks it's efficient. I don't know. Is it? But you know what? We know how to navigate traffic circles like a bitch, so well, don't mess. Well, have fun in England where they have those. <laughs> but then Your I have to governor, drive on the other side of the, the street. The governor of New Jersey is also an asshole, too. Oh, is he? Yeah. I don't live there anymore. Yeah. Your you governor. Your governor. My, it's I own, my governor, even though I've lived governors. there for nine years. I collect them. <laughs> you collect governor. Yeah. Did you guys didn't even get a chance to walk around C2E2 today, did you? No, no. I didn't even go near C2E2. Where is it? Uh, it's in McCormick Place, which Sounds is... Good. Sorry, um, guys. I drove here from another show. I was very hungover. <laughs> and Mc- now I'm here because I like you guys. Um, McCormick Place is like a life-size hamster village. <laughs> up, up, up. Across, across, across. Down, down, down. Across. There's another level. Hey, there's people walking by. Select hey, start. They this just have a giant. Let's they just, go up and go down there, again. There should, yeah. just be, there should be like a giant water bottle with a little metal thing where you just... <laughs> Right and then a the wheel end. where you're like, why am I not going But it's anywhere? awesome. C2E2 is great. Oh, my God. It's so it much was, fun. It, yeah. It's a good, you know, the, con, it, the floor is really great because it's like, you know, you have all the exhibit booths and then, and then artist, uh, the artist section is right there. So you can really kind of make everything in one loop. You can go up one side and then go up and down through it and see all the artist's work and then back down the other side. I was highly impressed at some of the cosplay I saw there, too. It was, it was San Diego Comic-Con equivalent, there's, or better. There's good cosplay. Yeah. These kids in the front row are dressed up like 17-year-olds. <laughs> Wait, which one was 15? I heard that. Uh, that yeah. kid right there. <laughs> Did you relate to Chris's story about almost losing Don't his virginity at 15? <laughs> so what age was it, actually? What? <laughs> what age did you lose your virginity, actually? When did you first you really penetrate want to know? a lady? Sure. Sure. Uh, I was 16. Oh, you good did job. it. Good I was 16 you. and... Did you call uh, yourself a nerd? Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait till you hear the story. Okay. Yes, well. tell us your fuck story, Chris. <laughs> I was good, y'all. I was fucking good. Yeah. No. I lost my virginity two years ago when I met my girlfriend because her mom's here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wait. That's even worse. So you lost it the day you met her? Well, that seems a little... Uh, Whoa. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, she made me wait. Chris. I'm oh. sorry, Terry. Terry, I'm sorry. Terry! Oh, God, Terry! That's from UHF. I just don't um, know what's wrong with me. I, here was the story. Um, my fr- I, my, my, one of my friends was over one night, and he was talking to this girl on the phone, and... He went to the bathroom and put me on the phone with her, and we started talking. Whoa. That's not how you lose your virginity. And we hit... Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) It is. I I put lipstick on the pillow, and then... Flip to page seven. And so I started... uh, So we started talking, and then we ended up, like, hitting it off, and we talked every night that week, and then we met up, and it was one of those things where it was like, I don't care what you look like. I just... I'm totally in love with you, because that's how teenagers are. Um, Yes. Stupid. (laughs) No, it's not that. It's just that when you're a teenager, you think that how you feel in any moment is how you're going to feel forever. Like, you might... I'm surprised most teenagers don't, at the end of a meal, go, so uh, what do you want for lunch tomorrow? Oh, no, I'm full right now. I don't ever need to eat again. I'm going to be full this forever. This is all I need. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, so we met up, and she was, you know, a really cute... She happened to be two years older. She was 18. And... Yep. So, over, over the course of... Over the course of Boy, in retrospect, what felt like months, but I think it might have been like a week and a half. We had sex a couple times, Whoa. and then she 
very quickly just broke up with me. Uh, and then I found out... Were you ever really together? <laughs> yeah. Well... Except in the biblical sense, apparently. Well, I mean, she... Basically, what I found out she was doing was that she was dating a much cooler guy, and she was getting back at him for something. So my wiener was a revenge tool. <laughs> what? She's fucking that nerd Hardwick? Yeah. Yeah, so it had nothing... Like, there was no... I could have been anyone. And well, Chris, you, you were 16... That makes your child almost 20. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. I, th- I thought we killed you. Uh. I mean, good to see you. <laughs> How you been? I use Coca-Cola and a coat hanger. I have you forsaken me. There were no residuals from shipmates. To hang the shirt that I wore. And to have perform a delicious the refreshment. <laughs> It you shouldn't didn't stick, Father. If only the Dyson was invented then. <laughs> it doesn't lose suction, Jonah. Yes. <laughs> Just like you, it doesn't lose suction. <laughs> oh, and this is sober me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so that, that's how that happened. When, Look at you sitting back like a stud. Whatever. I was 16, no yep. big deal. I've had sex several times since then. <laughs> yep. That's right. Yep. They should open a bar on my cock because there's a bunch of waitresses there. It's not true. It's an odd fetish. It's weird. When did you lose you your virginity, virginity match? That turns me on. Uh, a 17, I was 17. You were 17? So yeah. that wasn't, that's not that much longer after. Yeah, I know, but 16 in a lot of states, not legal. 17 probably isn't either. I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't it think it's illegal. Age of consent is usually person. sixteen. Oh well, I consented. How about you, John? <laughs> what What was your story? What do you mean? What was my story? I was going out with a girl for a year and a half. Nice. We <laughs> found true love. Wow, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, yep, I. Uh, I then, uh... Yeah! Yeah! Dippity dippity! Did you love her? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in retrospect, no. But at the time, I It wasn't meant to be. Everything happens for a reason. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Thanks, advice, Jonah meme. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Burke? Someone please start so there wasn't an advice, any... Jonah meme. No, there wasn't any real story. I mean, it was, uh, I didn't, like, pick up the phone that my friend was talking to. The Hey, let's fuck. That's not what happened. Hey, he's taking a shit. I got to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> smells real bad. You might want to Oh, you lost, your, you lost your virginity to the Dave Matthews song, you said. Yeah, love her lay down. Cliche. Did you set that up? Did you did you put it on and turn around? No, put a no, shawl no, no, all no, over no, 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 no. Uh, it was just a nice cool down after ants marching. <laughs> That's the order. You don't want to lose your virginity to ants marching. Down. Oh, the little ants go marching. You actually want to finish. Itchy? You want to finish during ants marching. <laughs> yeah. I, well, or during the harmonica solo. And what would you say? What would you say? We're never gonna get him on the podcast. If I were a girl, because you guys are dicks. 
Matt, you know what song I lost my virginity to? What song? Actually, I don't know the specific song. I do know that it was the Almond Brothers, though. Whoa. Yep. Allison is 48. We listen. <laughs> <laughs> it was backstage <laughs> at an Almond Brothers concert. My, my boyfriend in high school was weirdly obsessed with the Almond Brothers, and it's all we listened to when we were hooking up. That's not weird. Yeah. Those are some fucking good guitar solos. They are, yeah, man, but not when you're in high school in the late 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that is weird. I, uh, yeah. I and it was the new album. Wow. <laughs> I lost my virginity. Too. Oh, actually, there wasn't music playing when I lost my virginity, but oh, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> now, now, now you realize that. Now that's when you realize that. I just, yeah. I, I opened my mouth before I thought about the rest of the story. And it's so <laughs> cheesy. Oh, what is it, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> well, I lost my virginity, and then I walked her out to her car, and then <laughs> we... <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. And then, and then we sat in our car and uh, held each other while listening to a Belinda Carlisle tape. No! A, a cassette tape. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. A cassette tape. A cassette tape is something you used to use to try and get laid. Yeah. At least I lost my virginity to a CD. Oh, yeah, no, I was a cassette tape. Oh, CDs yeah. were new on the scene at that point. Only rich people had them. <laughs> we had adopted them by the time that Allison and I had lost our virginity. You guys lost your other? virginity to each other? Yeah. Jeff, is that you? Hello. <laughs> Takes off a mask. Here's Two you. weeks. Let me Two remove my weeks. fat costume. <laughs> Jonah, what about, what about you? What? what did you Two years ago when he met Deanna. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh... Actually, let's make this more awkward. Just turn the stage lights off and put a spotlight on Jonah. <laughs> there I was. <laughs> it's my one-man show. <laughs> um, I lost my virginity to the sound of a really fucked-up air conditioner, like, sounding like it was fucking dying. So it was real romantic as we're going for it, and I just... <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't you? And that was me. Yeah, that was yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Started harmonizing with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Dripping sweat like a leaky uh, air conditioner. Yeah, yeah. Like a <laughs> drool, drool. Yeah, no, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't put on any tunes. Uh, <laughs> Do you leave your shirt on, too? <laughs> no. Well, I don't. That's how you do it, right? I really thought it was against the rules. <laughs> there are no rules. Just right. Yep. <laughs> Sex is a lot like Outback Steakhouse. Smells the same, too. <laughs> like a, uh, blo like a blooming onion? onion? You gotta get that steak into the blooming onion? Yep. Uh. <laughs> Wait, it's not... Joan, right. it's not a blooming onion. It's blooming onion. Blooming onion. Bloomin'. It's a blooming onion. I want to do, do a fun thing. I've been compiling... I love fun things. <laughs> I do not. I've been compiling uh, for... Right, uh, Matt. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. Oh, my gosh. Jonah, Jonah I'm going to fuck you! <laughs> that dude's awesome. Jonah, yeah. I'm going to make you sound like a leaky air conditioner. <laughs> he said it. I'm going to stick my wiener in your butt. That's what he said. I'm going to make you lose your other virginity. Yeah. I've tried it that way, too. It doesn't work. Girls don't like it when you say it that way. Let's <laughs> <laughs> shove it in! <laughs> Exit only, Jonah. 
So this is a fun thing that I uh, that I've been yeah. doing uh, at at shows where we have large crowds is. Uh, I've been uh, I, I've been getting the crowds to say lines from my favorite movies. Um, really? So we have yeah yeah I did this what? I did this last year I did this last year before we started touring the podcast no. and then I realized yeah, so you guys weren't invited. Now that I have the YouTube channel, now I want to start posting this shit. So like we have. So I hope you memorize Macbeth's soliloquy. <laughs> it, uh, as we all know, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from also, day to day. Also, thank out, you out, for paying spot. us to generate content for us. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have a bunch of them. I have uh, the audience going, 1.21 gigawatts. Did they mess it up too? No. I also have... I also have, uh, uh, they caused an explosion. If this, is this true? No, he says, uh, everything was fine until the power grid was shut off by Dickless over here. They caused an explosion. Is this true? And then the audience going, yes, it's true. This man has no dick. So I have that one. It wasn't the first time an audience yelled that at you, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> hey, usually it's me. So if you could turn the lights on. Yeah, this is great. So, oh, turn the lights off. Turn the Hi lights everybody. off. No, no, keep on. So this one's going to be really simple. This is going to be from Airplane. I'm going to say, uh, surely you're not serious. And then you say, I am. Well done. Okay, so now we're going to get I one. I saw on. some fakers just going. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> we're fun friends. <laughs> okay. Hello, the Vic Theater. All right, are you ready? Myra Bowie, Myra Bowie, Chris Harvick's penis. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Amazing. You guys were into that. Yeah. yeah. Now a line from Schindler's List. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> And they do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I want to send a, uh, I want to send a message to, here, hang on a sec. Space. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Here we go. Your mom. I had a, uh, yeah, you will wait, motherfucker. <laughs> I had a, yeah, tweet text running. No, I'm using Tweetbot. I like, I like Tweetbot. <laughs> uh, here we go. So I had a uh, I had a DM exchange uh, earlier with a one Mr. Simon Pegg, and 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 he said basically he said you know how's it going and I said uh, things are good about to do a comedy show in Chicago lots of wonderful nerds in the crowd my people high fives and then he wrote natural selection baby the jocks are dying in a miasma of Budweiser and fart vapor we will prevail. But he said it all charming and British, I'm sure. And I said, we control them now. Ha! In a parallel universe, 11-year-old me is cackling maniacally. So I thought it would be fun if, uh, if I got you guys saying hello to Simon Pegg, and then I'll send it to him. Uh, so maybe just something like, hi, Simon Pegg, uh, Chicago nerds love you, or something like that. One, two, three. Oh, he's not good. Yeah. 
guys are awesome. Unfortunately, I don't think I don't think he's going to be able to understand any of that. You have to do it in British this time. No, just say just say hi, Simon. One, two, three. Hey, man, that's a bootleg. You can't do that. You have to let him do it. <laughs> bootleg videos. Oh, I do have a fun announcement about um, the Nerdist YouTube channel, which uh, we just closed a... Uh, please subscribe, youtube.com slash Nerdist. Please, Jesus Christ, please. I don't want to seem desperate, but please fucking subscribe to my channel. Oh, fuck. We're fuck you, too. No. So we, um, you know, we have a bunch of fun shows coming up. We're, you know, as mentioned, the Neil Patrick Harris show. We're doing Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson is coming up. Uh, today, and it didn't happen in time to announce at C2E2, but when I left the panel, I got the email that uh, another show that we're working on this year is going to be um, uh, a, a special effects makeup show with Fangoria Magazine, hosted by Scott Ian. Uh, so basically, you know, Scott will go to some of the top makeup effects artists and, you know, and be like, how do I make a face wound? And then he will, sh and, and, without planting an axe in his face and then running off, they will actually step-by-step kind of show you, like, how to get the special effects makeup, you know, just how it's done or, like, if you want to learn how to do it, too. So I'm very excited about that. New announcement. No one knows that. You are literally the first people to find that out. I had a face wound put on my face once for some special effects thing at G4. Yeah. And they start doing all this plastic molding first, and then they put the blood on. But before they put the blood on, it just looks like a vagina. <laughs> can you, uh, can you put one of them face pussies on me? I did. Get one of them face pussies? And then they, add, they start adding blood, and you're like, now it's just a bloody vagina. <laughs> oh, but then it starts looking better. So hard right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, why did I Carlisle. fucking make eyes with the 15-year-old when I said that? That's so <laughs> awkward. I just looked over, and then he was like, yeah. God damn it. So weird. But... <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. Maybe you could bring that up when... It's a question. It's a comment. It's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. What? It's a question. What's a comment? It's a question. It's a comment. It's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. That was operatic at the end. You just changed it. Everybody likes the Michigan rag. Thank you. Aren't you that dude in Rock of Counterfeit Ages? money machine. Counterfeit money machine. Uh, so there are a thousand of you here, you. so we'll have to only take One a One thousand questions, we'll please. We'll only <laughs> Roll up your sleeves. We're here all There's night. There's a microphone right there. Oh, there's a microphone. So we'll have time for about ten quements, I think. Um, uh, you, sir? You're your quement? Yes, you. This young lady here. That young lady with the portal shirt. There's people lining up. Get in line. Get in line. Yes, 15-year-old. Uh, don't make any more eye contact with me. You, you, you can go. You can go. Go up there. Go up there. You can ask your equipment. I uh, say your equipment. Uh, that guy waving his hands in the green shirt. 
Um, gonna be tough for anyone who's in the balcony. The One, other two, microphone's three. going the up microphone's on the right. right here. Eight, nine. Oh, shit. Uh, so a couple people go over to the other microphone. I like, I didn't even pick this guy. He's just doing this and walking up to the microphone. <laughs> I got this, I got this. And remember, okay. you guys are nerds, so count. See how many people are I think that's, line. All, that's all we have. So um, just kind of separate you guys and come over here so it's even. Yeah, over here. Whose laptop was that? Was that your laptop flashing on the no, screen? It no, was our, it was our AEG rep, uh, Laurel. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, yeah. eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Ask your questions super fast. Okay. All right. These comments are going to have to... What are you fucking doing? Can you talk after the show? <laughs> Bro, come on. Let me just put it in an inch. I'm scared of you. Sir, please. Mr. Ray is very busy. Sir, please. Mr. Ray is very busy. Sir, please. Sir, don't touch me. Sir, please. Sir, 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 please. Sir, sir, I will tase you. Sir, I will tase you. Sir, I will tase you. Why would you, what do you, what? I don't know, why? What do you want? No, you don't just get the microphone. You fucking, no. The guy with the two beers in his hand. Oh, I got something to say. What are you? I'm gonna make a valid point. I'm gonna say it very clearly. All right, all right, all right. I will give you five seconds, and whatever you're about to say better be fucking worth it. Nope. I, I want to drink beers, you guys. Let's do it. Okay, <laughs> that was great. And then he spilled a beer for all the dead nerdists out there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll get to it, man. We'll get to it. We will get to it. Pour one down for the homies. <laughs> Thank you very Cheers, much. Cheers, buddy. Can we talk to iHeart Transitive Pictograph Verbalization, dude? Uh, all right, Quemens, Quemens. Let's calm down, and because these usually take a while, so let's just let's just get through these because more people lined up than we actually. And now there's fucking more. Jesus Christ! What are you tribbles? I picked ten people. <laughs> fucking hell! All right, go. Is there a close personal guest wish list that you have? Like maybe Mark, uh, Mike Furman, Kyle Kinane, our hometown hero? Yeah, or, fucking Kyle Kinane, man. Or Matt's old boss from McDonough Funeral Home. <laughs> um, you mean as for being on the podcast? Yes. Uh, Much like Allison, who would have been my first guest. Uh, Mike and Kyle have Mike. both been on the podcast. I win. On their own episode. Oh, on their own episode. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Furman, I wanted to get on, like, I was waiting for him yeah, to... Yeah, did. God damn it. <laughs> I win. The answer is yes. Yes. Did you appreciate the poster, Matt? <laughs> what? I did. He did a uh, poster of you with the TARDIS and Joan and I as the Blues Brothers. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you. For, can oh, anyone yeah. see that online somewhere? Uh, I handed I it to take Matt. I could a picture of it and tweet it. You could use it as a banner for the Chicago po podcast, maybe? Okay. Oh. Thank Ooh. you very much. <laughs> All right. Nice. Chicago. What is your equipment, sir? Um, the comment portion is that you guys are fucking awesome. Fuck yeah! yeah! And the question portion is, I was just wondering about your guys, um, like, when you sit down to write, like, is there anything in particular that you do, or is it just a matter of, like, just sitting down to write, or do you have, like, some kind of special, like, preparation or anything like that? I take all my clothes off. <laughs> I get a jar of margarine. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sometimes... You know, sometimes I just sort of have to be struck by an idea, but I, I was saying earlier at the, at the panel at C2E2, because someone was saying, how do you get past writer's block? And I say, you have to sit down and just force yourself to write, and it doesn't matter what comes out of you. You just have to get the wheels turning. Even if you spend an hour writing shit, 
It'll get the wheels turning so that later you will be struck by the good idea that you're looking for. So never let the excuse of like, I don't have anything to write about. Just fucking sit down. Even if it's just gibberish. I'll work and no play. It makes Jack a dull boy. It doesn't matter. Just fucking write stuff to get it out so you can keep the machine greased. Because what'll happen is you'll start to get afraid to write if you don't do it because you'll be like, I don't ever have anything to say. So you just have to force yourself to sit down and even if you're not even thinking, just let your fingers start moving and it'll unstick the wheels and you'll, you'll write. I think. And, and if you don't have anything to write about, go to the library. Check out a book you've never read before about some weird topic that a you what, never Barry? thought of. A yeah, library. A library. Uh, and, and just read about something that you had never thought of before to put you know, stimuli into your head that might kick your brain in a direction you didn't expect. Step out of your comfort zone sometimes. That's what I would say. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering. Uh, I notice in comics when they are performing, uh, some may have good material, but it doesn't come across to the audience unless the comic uh, establishes a, a rapport or relationship with the audience. How, how do you work to establish that? Uh, What's your name? Eric. Good to see you, Eric. <laughs> You're looking fine, my oh, friend. Oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> what? How do you establish just, a rapport with the audience? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of... I think when you perform for an audience they are looking for you to sort of lead them through this kind of journey. So if you're comfortable on stage, they will feel comfortable. And I think, I think it's just establishing comfort. Letting them know, like, you guys are safe. I've done this before. Everything's fine. You know, no one's going to die. Everything's fine. Um, even if joke doesn't go over well, it's not the end of your set and it's not the end of the world. So you just have to be comfortable and, you know, just know that you'll, it'll be fine, I think. That's what you do. All right, of course. Good luck. Hello. Hi. Um, Hi. The comment portion is that I used to watch you on Singled Out before I was old enough to date. Yeah. And I'm here with my boyfriend now, so whatever you said then worked. Nice. So, so thank you. Sure. And the question portion is that I was wondering if you guys had any intentions to take your nerdist tour internationally, and if so, where did you want to go? Take me to Australia, Chris. <laughs> we, we, well, we should go to Australia. A bunch of our friends just went to the Melbourne uh, Australia Festival. Kumail and Emily and Greg Barrett was there. And they said, they said, and Will was there. Will's still there, I think, maybe. And, and they actually like, had big turnouts to their shows. So I think it would probably have to be an English-speaking country because we don't do the podcast in other languages. But, um, but Sprechen Sie Deutsch? I think England would probably be first. We've done Canada, but I think England would be first. Then Australia. But then, I don't know, maybe we could go to, like... I would really love to go to South Korea, actually. I think there's probably enough english I don't know. They just... Their neighbors there just launched a rocket. Yeah, yeah you missed that. How'd that go? How did that fucking go? Yeah, exactly. How'd it go? Dangerously. <laughs> South Korea's awesome. I recommend it. Oh, good. Well, thank you very much. We will... We will we, maybe we'll do that. Um, yes, sir. Hi. Um, inspired by Nerdist, I recently started hitting open mics. Nice. Ooh. And... Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Drakes. It's miserable, uh, but thank you. Um, I've gotten pretty good at running on autopilot, but I'm wondering, like, do you have any tips to like, calm down and stay in the moment so I can... How many times have you been on stage? Not including now. Like, <laughs> less than 20. Okay. You have, to perform, student, so. you have to perform 100 times before you even get a sense of who you are on stage. Like, yeah. that's when you can kind of... It's just a nice round number. 100 is about a good, you know, it doesn't have to be exactly 100. It could be 90 or 85. But you just have to get on stage that many times before you start to feel like, all right, my heart's not going to explode. I'm going to be okay where your hand doesn't shake when you're holding your paper. You're still going to get nervous. 
no matter, you know, like you'll still get that well after you've been doing stand-up for years, but it's just sort of, you know, what do you do with it? And if you can just sort of jump past it or use the energy or whatever. So I would just say keep performing and perform as many times in a, in a month as possible because then, you know, if you do one show a month and it doesn't go well, then you're like, I failed! But if you do 20 shows in a month, some of them are going to be great and some of them aren't going to be great, but then the sort of mean average, will, you'll feel better. So I think just keep performing, you know. The, uh, the best advice I ever got was from Jimmy Dore, and uh, he's a very funny comic from Chicago. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Dore is good stuff. He, uh, he said to me, when you're up there, you're going too fast, you don't listen to the audience. And that, for me, that was like a thing that clicked in my head. You have to listen to the audience, too, and let them laugh. Hopefully they're laughing. Uh, <laughs> see that? <laughs> And, uh, and then... You should use that. Remember to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, uh, and that advice uh, has helped me immensely. So sort of lis listen to the audience, too. Don't remove yourself from the moment. Listen to the audience. Uh, listen to your brain. You think of anything that you think might be funny, fucking just say it. And tape your sets. Yeah. Thank tape you. your sets yeah. and listen to them back. And another thing that's, that, that I did once when I was starting out was I would listen to the setback and then transcribe it. Because you can see mathematically, like... Oh, I said, uh, 20 times, or here's a whole paragraph where I didn't, there was no, no joke or point. I can cut this out. Like, that, that's, you know, you will get to a point when you're on stage when everything's clicking and you're super comfortable, and it's just like that scene in the first Spider-Man where he first gets the spider sense, and it, like, and there's, like, the, the fly's wings in slow motion. Like, you, uh, you can be on stage, and you are fully aware of everything that's happening in the room, and your brain is figuring out, like, which way am I going to go and who am I going to talk at. It's fucking so much fun. So just keep at it, and you'll get there. Cool. Thank you All right, much. sure. Or You're in the right or town for comedy. Uh, yes, sir. Hey, uh, this question was posed to me, and I kind of wanted to, you know, pose it for you guys, especially to... Uh, uh, Jonah. Thanks for remembering my name right away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I blanked um, out right there. But, ass, uh, asshole. At, yeah. <laughs> that means he likes you. <laughs> after, after hearing your set, uh, between the two greatest inventions by Russia, which would you choose? Vodka or Tetris? Oh, man. That's Regina tough. Spector. That's tough. I mean, I, d I do both of them constantly, so. What? Can't get drunk on Tetris. Vodka. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, that's fucking great, I can't stack these things neatly in an orderly fashion. <laughs> I gotta pick Tetris, because you don't need to drink to have a good time, you guys. <laughs> he says in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so I say Tetris. Was that, was that your question? Yeah, that was Excellent. Thank you for being here. You, sir, you are cosplaying as the 10th Doctor. Yes, I am. I'm not so much a mentalist as an observer. <laughs> you are wearing a shirt. Done! 
Oh, yes. So What's this is along those lines. Uh, first, thank you for talking about Doctor Who constantly. Because finally yes. I was like... I was like, okay, if he mentions it every podcast, I have to watch it. So I watched it, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I fell in love. Yeah. And then you mentioned Clearly. how you introduced... Allison to it. Oh my gosh, she sat me down on my couch and forced me to watch the first two episodes. Exactly. And I should I say did. forced, but he did. He was like, I'm not leaving until you watch the first two episodes. And I yeah. watched them and I was like, okay, I got some time coming up. I'll keep watching. And then like six hours later, my life fucking depends on Doctor Who. <laughs> I, exactly. So I took your model and did it with my girlfriend and now she's dressed as the TARDIS. Oh, so, sweet. Yeah. You want to get inside her police box? Yeah. I think he used that joke last night. I think I stole it. It's Sorry. fine. That is a... Okay, will you stand up so everyone can see your... Nice. Oh, that's a good police. That's a good TARDIS. Excellent. It was a full box at Halloween, but she didn't you want to... tore that shit apart. Hell yeah. She no, probably just couldn't sit down in it. Uh, well, well done. Excellent. Thank you. Um, my question part was... If you could get Scotty in to do the makeup from the latest Joker, that would help my other cosplay real. Just, oh, sure. Well, our channel you know, is here to serve you. If you talk, if it's on your mind, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I, I think that's an excellent idea, actually. Of course, we'll certainly try to do that. I'm, I'm not just saying that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, uh, he is. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, yes, what is your equipment? Uh, I actually wrote, this is a really good segue because it's about Doctor Who. Um, I wrote this right when you guys first started doing equipments and I think it got lost. How would you guys, all of you, feel about a female doctor? I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd no, be awesome. I wouldn't feel terrible about it. Wouldn't it wouldn't be terrible, you sexist piece of shit. We talked about asshole this. Move. We talked about this in Madison last night. Someone yeah. asked that question. Oh, really? And really? I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, I know. You really don't. Did I say it depends on how big her boobs are? Yeah, you did say I that. I think you did. Okay. Yeah, actually, I think you did say that. Yeah. I think the whole thing That's that how is, I think. I think the whole thing that has kept Doctor Who alive all these years is that they always, you always get a totally fresh take on the Doctor every time. A completely different take. And that's what's kind of fun about it. So I would, I would have no problem with that whatsoever. I don't think the doctor has to be a dude. And some purists might get mad at me for that, but like, you know, hey, there's been 11 dudes. Like, you know, if, if they had a really cool lady doctor, why, I would fucking love that just as much. So we'll I don't, I would hate her for two episodes and then we'll love her like yeah. every other doctor. <laughs> I want David Tennant back. Matt Smith's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Was that... Uh... Yeah, I mean, that's, that covers it. Excellent, me. thank you. Thanks for being here. Yes, sir. Uh, hi, uh, Chris. I wanted to thank you for writing The Nerdist Way. Oh, uh, of course. Great well, book. please, thanks. Um, I read it... Sorry. Uh, yes. I, I read it on an airplane, and uh, then I, I started writing on my iPhone a list of, like, 12 things to follow, and I look at it, like, every three days to kind of kick myself in the ass. Nice. So thank you uh, for oh, that. thanks for reading uh, it. And my question is, um, so I'm kind of venturing into podcasting now, and I was wondering, like, you guys have been doing this for a while. Like, what are some, like, missteps you made in the beginning? And this just isn't for you, Chris, but for all of you guys. Having co-hosts. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, they're the, they're the yeah. issue. Being yeah. a co-host. <laughs> Just some, like, you know, things that you like, oh, if I would have done this, this probably would have been a little easier. Here's something, here's something I would have done. Uh, it's technical. Um, wherever, wherever you host your podcast, and we host ours with Libsyn, mm -hmm. um, 
run, you use your RSS feed, set it up through FeedBurner. Okay. And then so that way if you ever need, because sometimes when people are with, with host, Libsyn's in fine shape, but, if, but other people have had hosting companies go under, and it's a very difficult process to change your RSS feed in iTunes without losing all of your history and comments. And, right. And you'd have to start over if okay. you don't do it exactly right. And so as long as you're using FeedBurner as your RSS feed, then you can always change whatever the host server is, and, but the, the, the FeedBurner feed will stay the same. Okay. That's boring technical no, questions. No, no, that's totally awesome. Everything Thank else, you. it's just, there, there's no rules, you know, mm -hmm. like you just start doing it and figure it out along the okay. way. Yeah, I wouldn't change anything. I, I, this has been so much fun for us. Can I plug it? P please. <laughs> oh, that sounded so fucking Is that wild. awful, Jonah? human being! No, you're not. Don't be so hard on yourself. You're no, right. no, I'm going to kill myself after this. Doomcity.com. Oh, Doomcity.com. Uh, there you go. Doomcity.com. Yes, madam! Uh, would you guys mind if I plugged your Nerdist YouTube channel for a second? Plug some, some Nugent. So I'm a huge, huge, huge Kids in the Hall fan. Yes. I've got, like, I have <laughs> fucking you know, Thank you, tiny Joey Lauren Adams. <laughs> I even have a Kids in the Hall tattoo. I'm a huge fan. Where? Uh, it's, um, it's, well, I really have, I've got the, I've got the 30 Helens tattooed on my butt. All 30 Helens? All of them. Do they agree? <laughs> no, I've got an ankle tattoo. I showed it to Dave Foley and Scott Thompson. They were slightly freaked out. But this besides the point. So I was just wondering, I know you do a fantastic uh, Kevin McDonald impression. Woo! But I was actually wondering how you got in contact with the kids and all, how that whole process worked out that you got them to be on the Nerdist channel. Well, I called Kevin. I was like, Kevin, I was going, well, it's uh, pretty good, Chris. I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know, I'm just saying maybe we could come on, uh, do something on the Nerdist channel at some point. Um, maybe show some old sketches and maybe talk to you. Oh, there's a cat on my head. Um, I don't know. It, you know, it was just over the years, you know, I, I had, you know, gotten to, not, I'm not really close, close friends with him, but I'd worked with Kevin a couple times and, uh, I, you know, gotten to know Dave a little bit. And one of the, the channel partner, one of the Nerdist channel partners is Broadway Video, which produces Saturday Night Live and produced Kids in the Hall. And so that helped uh, grease the wheels on that process. So, but we didn't want to just show old clips that people had already seen before. I mean, they're classic clips, but then I didn't want people to be like, well, I've already seen this. So, that's, so I had this idea, like, well, let's bring them in and do these sort of DVD extra things where we can learn a little bit about the stuff behind the character. Like, you know, they talk about uh, the chicken ladies, the, what the first chicken lady sketch just got put up today. And so, you know, I, I talked to the guys about that. And I mean, it was, it was just kind of a weird dream come true. I mean, if you told me when I was a kid watching Kids in the Hall that someday you're going to sit down and talk to those guys and run this thing on a, on a channel that you have. And I would have been like, how did you get back in time? Um, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty freaky. A any chance of convincing them to make new content for the channel? Uh, I don't know if I have the power to convince them <laughs> to do that. Like force them, tie them up, you know. <laughs> have you met that crazy guy? <laughs> Because he'll fucking do it. There you go. Oh, going to get rope. Going to get some fucking rope. <laughs> going to put the kids in a basement. <laughs> Your boyfriend just got in line, Jonah. <laughs> Thank you very much. You. Yes, sir. Uh, so my first comment is, I just want to say you guys have actually been pretty inspirational to me. 
Uh, over the last few months, I've been working for free on web series and podcasts and short films just to build a portfolio and uh, helping all my friends who are basically out of work using the Nerdist way. Nice. Uh, because they all have that kind of problem of procrastination. I'm not good enough. Yeah. So I keep telling them, buy the book. <laughs> um, but my question part is, uh, after my friend asked a question in the DC show, I had to come up with one. So uh, I've been revisiting some old shows from when I was a kid, some old movies and stuff. They don't hold up as good as I remember. Some of them don't, yeah. Is there anything from your childhood that just kind of, you watch and you're like, ooh, I'm... <laughs> Brewster's Millions. <laughs> I loved that movie so much, and I watched it again recently. I was like, oh, I wanted to love this so much more than I remember. Yeah, and not, not you so know good. what does hold up? What? Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, Jurassic Park. The dinosaurs? The CG totally holds up. You know, I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you what fucking way holds up is Raising Arizona still way holds up. You know what doesn't hold up? Spaceballs. Doesn't hold up. Neither does Hot Dog, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> or Ski School didn't really hold oh, up. Oh, shit, man. Ski School fucking <laughs> holds up, man. You think Ski, ski School and Ski School 2 fucking hold up? You know what got better? Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. <laughs> the movie Rad. The movie Rad holds up real well. Gleam in the Cube, not so much. Not so much. Why? What were you thinking of? What did you see that didn't hold up? Uh, mine was... A couple of years ago, I remembered a Mega Man cartoon from when I was a kid. Yeah. So I bought the DVD for like $35 for a birthday present. Wow. I watched it. I'm like, we can make a drinking game? <laughs> I mean, Every time it sucks, take a drink. It, sizzling circuits is actually the quote where it's like three times an episode. <laughs> it's like the excuse me princess from Zelda. Oh, yeah. Excuse oh, right, right. me, princess. Yeah. 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 So uh, I wound up selling it just because I was like, ah, I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah, I know. That, that memory's kind of dead, so I've tried to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple I still won't rewatch because I'm like, yeah, it's good in the back of my head yeah. being lovely. Thank you for your yeah. equipment. Thank you. Oh, I'll tell you what fucking totally holds up is um, uh, about a year and a half ago, I saw Airplane in, at the Castro Theater in San Francisco <laughs> with a crowd of people. And it so holds up still. Like, the, watching that with a crowd where people were still laughing in the right places was fucking amazing. It's weird, though, because if you show it to a younger kid... They like, won't They'll get be it. like, why are there people allowed at the gate that aren't going on a flight? <laughs> they don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> who, who are the Hare Krishnas? <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Hi, Chris. Uh, I just wanted to ask, how's the vase doing backstage? <laughs> oh, we shattered the shit out of that vase. <laughs> Don't worry about bringing glass on stage. Yeah. You can't have it in the green room. She has, I mean, it has been <laughs> disposed of. And then, oh, why did I tweet my murders? Damn it. Why did I say murders out loud? And then a really quick jo question for Jonah. Uh, I saw a while ago on The Soup, you, walked with, you worked with the drag queens from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Just like my girlfriend Deanna, who we, she was, a, she did art department on that same show. Nice. And I brought up, I brought Deanna up to RuPaul, and like, he's like, I think I remember her. Bangs, cute girl. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I was just wondering how it was working with the queens. They were fucking awesome. Yeah. Some of the funniest people hanging out. Like, I, I fucking love drag queens a lot. Like, they put on a show, and they're fucking like vaudeville performers. 
to the nines. They were all, and fucking RuPaul in a suit is the fucking hottest man in the world. With a mustache, she just... <laughs> Dude, he's so, he's so good. Yeah, but they're like uh, all those, all those guys, all those girls. You know, they're all, uh, they're all some of like the like the funniest, nicest people. And I actually, like uh, one of them invited me out to a show. I'm gonna go and check it out soon. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for your equipment. Yes, sir. Hey. <laughs> hey, you're wearing um, a Paul and Storm shirt. Yes. Blank is the name of my blank cover band. Yes. Nice. Noodle Stories is the name of my hard and firm cover band. Nice. <laughs> well played. Well Played is the name of my Traveling Wilburys cover band. Uh, um, so a year ago, when you, uh, I started a diet when you had Tim on the podcast. and yep. uh, uh, So I've lost like 30 pounds since I last saw you at Zany. So nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and uh, my, uh, uh, this is a reference to a, a previous hostful. Uh, I love the bits you did about Leo Murray. Leo um, Murray! Oh, God. So my, my, Wait, that's my... another one I gotta get on camera and give to. <laughs> gotta give Chris, to. We gotta get drinks with Leo Murray tonight. <laughs> Leo Murray. One, two, three. Leo Murray. Hey, no, Chris, do it like this. I remember a guy who, if you punched him in the face, would piss in yours. And do you know who that was? Leo Murray. Fucking Leo Murray. <laughs> we'll call that video fucking Leo Murray. So. So the, this is exactly the reason why I'm bringing it up because I think you should get for the Nerdist channel the folks at Him Jen, Him, Jim Henson Productions. The Him Jensen make, Company. Yes. <laughs> the it's just the knockoff. It's Spoonerism. The, yeah, Spoonerism puppets, channel. tiny puppets. But yeah, make 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 a puppet and have a series on Nerdist: The Adventures of Leo Murray. <laughs> oh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> that you'll never get paid for. <laughs> it's mine now. This is my intellectual property, fucker. No. <laughs> No, no, that is an that is an awesome. Actually, I really do, I really do love that idea. We should just make it like the kid stays in the picture, where it's just everyone talking about. He's just narrating. <laughs> did I fuck that girl? You, you bet, bet I did. did. did Leo I, Murray. Did I care? Hell no. <laughs> we had to make the picture. Starring Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Thank you very much, sir. Yes. Yeah. Hi. I kind of have a throwaway question. I'm sure. Oh. Sell it hard, right off the top. Right. Yes, it's my style. Um, okay, I'm looking at you guys, and I see Justice League right above. So what? Oh. Super- <laughs> yeah, I'm are you okay? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what superheroes would you be if you could be a superhero? Ooh, um, you know, it's weird. I feel like I want to be Green Lantern. I feel like I want to be Green Lantern. Even after the last movie. <laughs> Yeah, I want to fucking fix it. (laughs) But then other times, I also love Wolverine. But when I'm, but when I have superhero dreams, it's always Spider-Man. I'm always like same here, whipping webs out of my out of my wrists. And Um, then you wake up, and then it's a mess. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Just like when he first learned how to do it, my bedroom, the lamps just covered. And everything. My aunt's banging on the door. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what about you? What about me? Yeah, Wolverine. It's always been Wolverine. Matt Myra? Not Cyclops. <laughs> uh, I would probably... I mean, I, I guess I'd go with fucking Kal-El, man. I guess you'd be Superman. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Allison? I 
growing up, I had, I don't know why I said growing up, I currently still have the biggest crush on Gambit. Yep. Yeah. What the Ladies, fuck is that? you don't that? even understand. But so I've always wanted to be rogue because of that. But here's the fucking thing about rogue. She can't actually touch him. No. But he loves her. Like, I don't know. I was so torn by that. But I think, I, I think, uh, I think a silk condom is enough. I think it, didn't they get trapped can... in ice at one point in the series? I, 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 I would like, have you rogue too because I can't touch you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're so sad. So yeah, I'd be rogue <laughs> if I could touch Gambit. Well, then you can. Is that, uh, you're good? Okay, awesome. good. Thank oh. you very much. Yes, 15-year-old boy. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> wow. Is that how I sound? Um, <laughs> Here's your groceries, Mrs. Simpson. <laughs> no, okay, so. <laughs> this is bad. No, uh, I love you guys a lot. You guys are all, Thank like, you. huge inspiration. Oh, um, we're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> the only way for people to be close friends is if they have watched Airplane, so that's how I discern between my close friends. My friend Allison, she can't be here today, but she will definitely be there tomorrow at C2E2, and she'll be cosplaying as the doctor. So that's oh, why. nice. That's First why. of all, I am so proud of you for being 15 and knowing what Airplane is, which came <laughs> out... Funniest movie. Your parents are awesome. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, they're hey. not, because they don't know what Airplane is. Hang on, <laughs> hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. I'm going to make everyone in here instantly feel bad. This is my magic spell. What year were you born? 96. God damn it! <laughs> that was one Kurt year. Kurt Cobain was already fucking dead, man. What the fuck? What do you know? I salute you. I think that's great. I. <laughs> you okay? It's not like it was his choice. It was his mother's. Jurassic Park already happened three years ago. So did Singled Out. <laughs> that could have been on the hospital television while he was being pushed out of the womb. I thought, was, I thought hospitals were to help people. <laughs> I, I salute the fact that you're uh, a young kid that tends to, that you already know what Airplane is. I think that's fucking rad. What, uh, what's your question? Uh, my question is, I know you guys have just come off of the Nerdist channel, which is really huge and is really awesome. I love looking forward to every Monday meeting my little brother with Celebrity All-Star Bowling. Oh, thanks, man. Hilarious. Thank you. You watch yeah. Bowl 104? Yeah, I fucking Bowl 104. <laughs> every, it's not fair, because every time you come up, it's a strike. No, not every time. Editing. No. <laughs> Final cut, this guy. We bowled against the G4. We bowled against G4 is going up Monday, and then... Um, the Monday after that is a team of musical comedians with Reggie Watts and Bo Burnham and Garfunkel and Oates. And then the week after that is Team Mad Men. We bowled against uh, John Hamm, Vincent Carthizer, Rich Summer, and Matthew Weiner, uh, which was, there was epic shit talking in that show. <laughs> epic shit talking. So, yes, thank uh, you. Well, so I don't kind of want to be like, hey, what's next? But. You guys are, you, it's Nerdist Industries. You guys are ramping up. You guys are coming out with new content almost every day. And the thing is, I'm kind of wondering what's next in line for you guys, or what do you have? What I know have I said I wasn't going to say that, but... dun, 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 dun. That's Janet Jackson. She had that hit uh, 10 years before you were born. <laughs> um, boob lady at the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, boob lady at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Creepy boob lady. You may know her as Creepy Boob Lady. 
That weird, that weird guy who died is his sister. Yeah. So. So. Or her brother. So what's what's next? Like, what other shows are next? No, I mean like Nerdist Channel was a huge kind of step from podcasting to. Oh, to video. To video YouTube channel, and so I kind of wanted to think. What is next? I mean, it could be like huge guests, or I know you have the TV show. Yeah. So wow, they really want a Chris Hardwick porno. Probably Hardwick not porn. porno. Chris, you wouldn't. Wait, what the fuck have I been name? doing then? <laughs> oh, that was that uh, was for me, Jonah. Private Dance. collection. Anything, whether it be like the international travel. Yeah, or international be good. I think. Yes, I think international travel is our next step. <laughs> could be. Nerdist in space. That's the next logical. <laughs> I just um, I the think like, trying, of the to, launch trying of to produce more television shows, like get more of this stuff on television. I mean, I had this, I had this conversation with um, with Will Wheaton and Felicia a day a lot. It's just like because because the nerd culture thing is trendy right now, that we're just concerned that it's not going to be done right on television, and you're going to get a lot of like, yeah, I'm a nerd, Bleh, you know. You, that's, that's my favorite Big Bang Theory. Because that's. <laughs> 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 you in the podcast. So, I just, you know, we just want to make sure that the, the culture gets represented positively and fairly and in the right way and authentically. So I think it's just trying to expand across more platforms. Okay, and one more thing. Uh, sorry. All right. Uh, Captain Horrible. I mean, da oh my God. That's okay. Stop it, stop it. Hey, no, 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 no. I'm nervous. Please. Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog yes. was amazing. Yes. And I know you're talking to Neil Patrick Harris and I know everything's about like Glass Whedon. Is there anything, have you heard anything, because you guys are all famous and stuff, about... <laughs> we get the teleticker every Jim morning. Mom, I'm famous and stuff. Love, Allie. <laughs> no, there's, um, there's, this, there's rumors out there that he's going to make another uh, Dr. Horrible, and I was wondering if those are true. Neil alluded to that when I had them on the podcast, but I didn't get any more information about it than you have, so I, I have I've a feeling... I've heard those rumors as well. I mean, Joss, I mean, in the last fucking week, he's had... Uh, the Comic-Con movie, Cabin in the Woods, and Avengers all premiered, all, all happened. So he's, yeah, he's fine, but, he, but he's, I don't think he's, he's not talking right now about like, oh, I can't wait to jump back into another thing. I'm, I, I have a feeling like it, it's felt like it might happen, but I, I don't have any details, so I can't, I can't say for sure. Well, I got time, but, so. But, <laughs> the next writer's strike. God damn it. <laughs> I got time. I'm 15. Got my whole life ahead of me. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys you so awesome. much. You're guys. awesome and 15 and fucking. I know. Be proud of who and you an extremely are. Extremely well-spoken, 15. Don't ever deny your nerdly roots. Don't make the same mistakes I did in my 20s, kid. Don't be a douchey cock like I was in my 20s. Uh, Let's talk to the yes, fez. sir. Hi, guys. Hey. Um, uh, I have two things. One is a suggestion for a great nerdist. Thank you. A a great nerdy coffee house right on the north side. It's a couple blocks away. It's called The Wormhole. Okay. Yes. Good job, Chicago. The, the guy rebuilt the DeLorean from Back to the Future in a matter of months. Oh, it's shit. amazing. I, and they have great coffee. They, it's, I don't know Do how Do you we... work for The Wormhole? No. <laughs> <laughs> they cook everything in a hydrator. <laughs> uh, they sure can hydrate Get a, a pizza. pizza. Yep. And the other thing is, you guys talk a lot about Nerdist, Nerd Melt in L.A. Mm -hmm. Could we expect a nerd, a nerd Melt in Chicago? Oh, that'd be so great. Oh, my God, that would be so great. 
Let's tell. I, would, I would love to see. I would love to see stuff like that happen. I mean, the most fun thing about Meltdown is that in the back where we have the theater, like on a Wednesday night, you'll, there's an, there'll be an, you know an amazing stand-up show going on with phenomenal comedians. The room is packed, and you walk right outside, and off to the side, some kids are playing D and D, and over in the annex, you know, like Kevin Eastman had like the entire his entire Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collection of art stuff go, that you could go through and look at like a museum. And there's music playing. Like it's a, I want to create that clubhouse vibe where it just feels like a safe house that you always wanted when you were a kid. I would love to do that, but it's you know, I, I, it's not going to happen anytime soon. But I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Yes. Uh, hey, I'm here to say that uh, thanks for doing the Nerdist podcast. It's really helped me like in writing. I can actually write and not care about what people think. That's, gr- that's good. Wow, it's how hard do I do. do that? It's hard to not let people get under your skin, but, but thank you, and thanks for listening. Yeah, and uh, this is for Jonah. My brother back there, he still won't I admit... I can't see him. He still won't admit that he's cosplaying as you. He won't admit it. That he's cosplaying really? as Jonah? Yeah. Well, let's Can see we, him. Uh, Come forward into the lights. Where's uh, your brother? Where is he? Back there, right there, in the white. Well... Oh. oh, come down here, sir. I think your shirt is not quite plaid enough. Yeah, he needs more yeah, plaid. More needs... plaid. You got a baseball cap on. Are you going to come up here and punch me? <laughs> stop. Just stop right there. Stop right there. Oh, it's, okay. it's a hipter joke, and he knows I love you, Jonah. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Well, thanks, I'll man. tell you, I want to dispel the myth that people throw the hipster thing at Jonah, and I'll tell you how I know that he is not a hipster, because he actually loves... I can give loves... you 50 reasons why he is. What? No. Jonah actually loves things, and hipsters don't like things. They like, they like things because they're dumb, and that's how hipsters like things. Jonah likes things for being awesome. Yeah. Like, like, when you said to me last night, when I was like, is this Orinoco Flow? And you're like, it's my favorite fucking song. There was such sincerity in your eyes. And a hipster would have been like, yeah, isn't that fucking stupid? I listen to Enya. I mean, because it's a ridiculous song, but you no, it's loved so it. It's so fucking good. No. It's so good. <laughs> so that's how I know you're not a hipster. What is your, uh, do you have a question? And 11 years ago, my dad sat me down and told me, damn it, we're watching Airplane. Nice. Oh, we did. That was the one thing he forced me to you watch. You were like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> yeah. Watch and, this goddamn fucking movie. <laughs> and my question is, do any of you like gladiator movies? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like gladiator do movies? Do you like... Um, ever been in a Turkish bath, Timmy? Yeah. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> do you like it when dogs sniff each other in the... Captain... Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, sir. Last Quimmins. Last Quimmins. Oh, my God. How am I the last guy here? Jeez, he's no well, because everyone got in before you. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Because we, add, we added up Hardwick? all the layers, and you won. <laughs> hey, how about it, huh? I wore Does that many layers. This? Right? He's cosplaying as you, Chris. Third to last episode of Talking Dead, I wore that many layers. <laughs> no, second to last. I was at that one. Oh, you were at the second to last. You were at that one, yeah. Well, thanks for picking up on that. Uh, I don't know. This is meaningful to me. I don't know if it's going to be meaningful to you. Oh, uh, it is. Last time I was in this theater, Lemmy from Motorhead was standing right where you are. Oh, shit. Did he, was he yeah, doing Yeah, Motorhead, man. What'd you, and he, what'd you and ask he was, And he was playing a song called Orgasmatron. Yeah, yeah I am the one Orgasmatron, yeah. Covered by Sepultura. All right? Damn right, man. So it makes me feel good, and I hope it makes you feel good as well. Because I, I feel like I'm in the orgasmatron. 
Nice. Last night we uh, we played uh, at the night. same place that Municipal Waste and Guar played. So that was uh, stage was still a bit sticky. Oh, they showed us pictures of all the blood they had to mop yeah, up. Yeah, all good. the fake blood they had to mop up on the stage afterwards. Um, well, we're going to. Uh, is, is there no more questions? Everyone good? Everyone feels good? All right, all right. 17 year old girl, you get the last comment. Are you serious about the shirts? Because I can make them. You're so adorable. <laughs> yes, I'm serious. I promise you. Chris, watch out. Watch oh, out. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's back. He's back. <laughs> He's back. Yes, I'll autograph your baseball, and then I'm going to throw it at him as hard as I can. Wait, Chris hates sports. Why would you have him sign but a she's baseball? A, no, no. Get, 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 get. Get. Off. Off with you. Off with you. No, stop it. I'm autographing this girl's baseball. Sign it on the sweet spot. You don't even fucking know what that is, do you? Man, you're gonna, you're gonna, I don't want you to slap my ass. You like baseball? Come on, come on, man. You like baseball. I know it doesn't he's look like, like he, it. He's I like know. a special needs baby. Yeah, baseball. Let's go on baseball. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. A tiny, a tiny luchador right here this year, Marco. What, what is it that you're doing on stage? What, what is it? I want to know what you think is going on in your head right now because it's not really what's happening. I want to know what the fuck is going on in your twisted, booze-soaked, saturated brain that you think that this is okay. Thanks for coming, guys. I love you so much. Aww. You big monkey, I'm sorry. Yay. Nice to meet you. Hi. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> and you got hugged. Oh, God, I was so afraid he was going to snap your neck. Oh, my God, that would have been... But now, oh, what what a dick, right? <laughs> I mean, seriously, uh, it's nice to meet you. What is your name? Hi, I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you went from my least favorite person to my favorite person at the show. Thank you so much for being here tonight, Joe. And with that, we say enjoy your burrito, everyone. We're gonna be out there yeah. signing things. Uh, we're gonna have to move the line really fast to get through everyone. So if they rush you, please forgive us. Thank you for coming out to the big theater, everyone in Chicago. Good night. Thanks, Allison Hayslip, Matt Myra, Jonah Ray. All of you guys, the youth of Chicago. This guy who's lovable and not remotely dangerous. The guy who cosplayed as me, the 11th Doctor, the TARDIS girl. A whole cast of characters, Cartman in real life. Fake Jonah. Jeffrey Tambor, everyone else who was here tonight. Thank you for coming out, everyone. Good night. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Netflix Instant Streaming. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or Touch. Or on your TV through Xbox, PS3, and Wii. All streamed instantly by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. 
Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.